The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring special guests discussing a wide range of topics and personal stories. Now, inside the Pirate Radio studio, here's your host, Jonathan Ellerby. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast. Everyone has a story, and today I'm excited to welcome five local men from F3 ENC Crossbones Group to the show to share their experiences behind why F3 is important to them. You'll hear from Denton Hardy, Tom Morse, Chris Amiet, Seth Brown, and David Dom, all with impactful stories of the power of F3. The three Fs stand for fitness, fellowship, and faith. If you're a man or want the men in your life to become better versions of themselves, then stay tuned. The Pirate Radio Podcast, talking about F3, gets started right now. All right, welcome back into the Pirate Radio Podcast. Our first guest today is uh, Denton Hardy, also known as the Closed Hand at F3. And uh, you have a unique story because uh, you started F3 here in eastern North Carolina. And uh, how did that happen? What, what? How did the idea spark in your head to uh, get this organization going that's called F3? Back in 2013... There was no F3 here in Greenville. F3, I didn't even know about F3. F3 was only, I think, a couple years uh, old, even in Charlotte. And I've been working out on my own, doing running, lifting weights, doing different things for about 10 years. And I also read a lot of books about survival, about how people handle themselves in adverse conditions or conditions they're not used to, where they have to do things that you to keep themselves or their families. And I was kind of looking for some some way to test myself. You, I've, you've done a 5K, a half marathon, but it just really wasn't what I was looking for. And at the time, the obstacle course races were just getting started, but they but they weren't really on my radar. And through a very loose connection, I found out about GORUCK, which is you is the, the GORUCK challenge, which is you overnight, you anywhere from like 10 to 14 hours, you carry a backpack on your back and you do you know, team building exercises, you know, military style team building exercises. So I did what little research there was on GORUCK at, back in 2013. I did it and I contacted my brother who lives in Charlotte and said, is this something you'd be interested in doing? And he's not always the person, he's not the sibling that jumps into things without really thinking about it. That's me, more than me. And so, but he would say, yeah, let's do it. And so we scheduled one for August of 2013. So we we both you know, buy the bags and we start training. And through him training in Charlotte, he met up with some guys that were in F3. And so he started working out with F3. So about May or June, he he kept on in on me. He's like, you know, he said. He said, you got to come to Charlotte. You got to try this F3 workout thing. He said, he said, in July, they're doing a special workout just that's for the people who are doing the GORUCK event. Because um, GORUCK had two events scheduled for the same day in August. They had a public one, which anybody could do. And they had one with F3, which was just going to be at F3 men. And so... You know, I arrange it with my family, and you know, you know, I always have to make sure that the wife and sure. everybody's yeah, absolutely. good with going away for a weekend. Yes. So I go to I visit my brother. We get up on the Saturday morning, and we end up at this field in a schoolyard in Charlotte with, I don't know, probably 25 other guys that I've never, you know, outside of my I've never met before. I don't know. They don't know me. And at the time, it was probably the, the hardest workout I'd ever done. Dread left led the one of the founders of F3 led the workout OBT was there one of the, also one of the founders so we went through this 2 hour you go work style workout where we did fireman carries we ran with the backpacks we carried a lot of heavy stuff to simulate what we would go through what you go through during the go work challenge and you know I was at FNG at that point I mean I, I cannot tell you how nervous I was it was one of those workouts um I just kept my mouth shut the whole time and didn't really say anything. Right, because your brother was with you, but you knew nobody else. Exactly, yes. And we, you know, there were so many packs you know, during the workout. We kind of got separated, so I wasn't, I wasn't beside him the whole time. 
And did you fear for your life at any moment? I did not. I did not. Um, <laughs> Just joking. I, I did. Uh, there was at one point in time I thought I was going to have to uh, uh, fireman carry a guy that was about 260 pounds, but that didn't. That didn't really. Yes, which is scary. Yes. So after that workout, um, we, my brother and I, we changed our go ruck. For, we were originally for the go ruck for the public one, and then we changed it to the F three one. So we were going to go do it with all the F three guys, and just even a, a comment in passing. And Dred wouldn't even remember this. I remember we were leaving, and he was asking me where I was from after I got. You know, they. Gave me my nickname and everything. How did you get your nickname? Real quick, we'll take a quick sidebar. Oh, okay. you, you are the closed hand. So, so we're sitting in the in the COT, the circle of trust, right? And they ask you what you do for a living. And at the time, I was work. I'm an insurance adjuster, and you know, some people yelled out a couple of different things. And he was just basically pointing at me. And goes, "You're the closed hand," and everybody's like. All right, that's good. And so I've asked him about it before. He, you know, he's done so many workouts and given so many nicknames. He doesn't really <laughs> even remember it. But it was it was really that fast. Um, I guess maybe you know, you're in good hands with Allstate. Yeah, it had something okay. to do with it. But he said something passing to me. He's like, "You can do this down where you live." And at the time, I was so overwhelmed from the workout, I just really didn't even think. But it stuck that, with you. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It definitely stuck with me. So then I kept training and. It, after the workout, I really started thinking about it more and more. I was like, you know, there's nothing like this in Greenville. There's a lot of men my age, in my age group, I think that it could, and this is just for more than workouts, like it, it could benefit a lot of people in our community. You know, I see people at the gym working out all the time that are my age. And you know, why, you know, not that I want to take anybody from their gym, but why couldn't we get together and, and do, do workouts together? Right. And so I continued training because I didn't really want to do anything until after I did the uh, go ruck and that thing was it was brutal the go ruck challenge and basically my second f3 workout ever right and it was 14 hours long but then after that after i kind of recovered uh i got when my brother helped me and there was another guy in town at the time named james hewitt who he worked he helps uh, start the witch witch franchise and some people that he worked for in raleigh were in f3 so i, I I don't even remember how it got together, but he wanted to start out. He had, was curious about F3. So we kind of, like September of 2013, we had our first workout. It was a handful of guys. I don't even know if anybody that came to the first workout is, is, is not, I know is not still working out. Right. So from there, um, at first, I would I switch would switch location. At first, the workout was just on Saturday. Mm-hmm. It was the Boyd Lee beatdown. At yeah, Boyd Lee Park. At Boyle, well, I originally started at Boyle Park, but at first, for the first maybe few, I, I would switch it around to different locations. I had it out at Elmhurst one time, right? A couple times I had it, but it, I figured for it to be successful, it needed to be in one location every Saturday, right? Just so if you, I mean, I even started a Facebook page. Um, the Twitter came, the F three ENC Twitter came a little bit later, but I figured even if you didn't follow the Facebook page. And someone just said, if I saw you in passing, Jonathan, you know, we're working out at Boyd Lee on Saturday at 7 o'clock. Why, you know, why don't you come out? That if I kept it in the same location every week. Consistency. Yes, just like it, with exercising. Yes. The consistency of it is always going to be the benefit. Yes. If Yeah. And so it was at the same location and kind of sh- condense it throughout the rest of 2013 and even 2014. I kind of I just limped along with a handful of people. Right. And they came and went. Um, your cousin Ed started. Uh, with me, um, even you know, Early Bird came on, Van Elks and Michael Harris, Melo Johnny, and some of them early. And then it was just December of 2014. It was just, I was around November, December. I was kind of floundering with it, and I was really I was very close to. I'd been doing it over a year. I was kind of the main focus, and I would say I wasn't really good at. Get maybe hand, like letting other people lead and that sort of thing, right? Just because I really didn't know how to. The do burden it. of responsibility was you're putting it all on yourself, I guess. Yes, I did. Yeah, I didn't really. You, I was just taking it from what I saw in Charlotte and reading in the back blast and kind of doing my own thing here, right? And I didn't really. I hadn't had enough workouts or you know, with actual F three workouts to kind of know how they did it. Mm-hmm. And so, Ryan Perkins Tonka right sent me sends me a random Facebook message. And says, "Are you still working out this weekend?" And I said, "Yes, I am now." I said, "I'm going to be at Board Lee Park at seven o'clock." And so, 
Tonka had worked out, I believe, in Wilmington and gotten his name down there. And and so, I, well, back up, I put a, a Facebook post in the Greenville Run Club, and I kind of got admonished for it just because it was male a male-only workout. Right, right. So you're... The, I, which I wasn't, including, I wasn't yes. including everybody in the group. Right. And that's fair. That, that was, it that was fair. Was, that was very fair. But I did get, so, I did get some pe- some packs. You know. But you found some people through yeah, that. Yes, I did. I found... Okay. You know, um, to a little bit of the back, a lot of good came out of it. Right. So I started working out with Tonk, and we, we, he had some people that wanted to work. He had you know, his network of people. People, I, and I had my few people. And then... January, like January, February that year, Papa Smurf comes into the picture. And I've been kind of loosely in communication with the people in Charlotte. My brother worked with uh, one of the guys that was an expansion queue at the time in Charlotte. So I got in touch with Nelson Cooper, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Papa Smurf. He had his, his group. And when I met him, he was really the catalyst that was like, we're going to do this, whether F3 in Charlotte, we're going to make them acknowledge you yes we're gonna we're gonna he was the one so he kind of was he running under the f3 flag as well or was he he was kind of like a, he had a he had a small group like t it was t-bone and kingpin and uh, a few other that he went to oakmont church a few others okay. that he went to oakmont church with and so they were they were working out they i think they even had a, maybe a place on campus that they worked at it might have been might have been gate six where we work out at dowdy ficklin stadium mm-hmm. okay so he was kind of running his deal there. You were running your deal at uh, at Boyd Lee Park, and then y'all kind of, the meeting of the minds came together. Yes, we came together, and you he was really the catalyst to to move it forward. I mean, I always knew from the first first workout that I could never do it by myself. I'm just not he. Well, everybody he, needs a team. Nobody can really accomplish yes, anything yes, by themselves. Yes, yes, and that's one of the reasons that at the what ta- before Tonka contacted me, I was. Reason I was going to was close to stopping it is just because I'd had you know the right group of people hadn't come together right. to bring it to fruition, and then when Tonka came in the picture and then Papa Smurf came into the picture, you Papa Smurf the for, his force just took it from to the next level right, and he was really pushed with the people in Charlotte to get the people in Raleigh involved to come down here help us get it and it and you at that point in time it just it kind of colonized from there because yes. the f3 in charlotte started on uh january 1st uh 2011 mm-hmm. so the uh, 10 years coming up uh this january of when f3 actually started and then your your kind of grassroots effort and papa smurf's mm-hmm. effort uh kind of came together and then i guess raleigh had already begun mm-hmm. and then they came down and got f3 enc as we know it here in eastern yes. north carolina started through uh all the groundwork you guys have kind of laid. Yes. Did you, did you, now when you reflect back on it, uh, of all those days of kind of uncertainty and mm-hmm. just trying to piece things together and you look at it now of how well organized F3 is with seven days a week, multiple workouts at multiple locations. Um, what, what do you think of it when you, when you, when you reflect back from, you know, just six or seven years ago to today? I can't even believe how, many men that have come to work out with us here at F3NC and how you know, we've expanded it to Washington and to Kinston and up into Eden and Washington. Eden, yeah. Wa- or, or, you mentioned Washington. Yes. Washington, even down to Moorhead city. I just thought I would end up with like a handful of guys, maybe 10, 15 guys that just wanted to work out a couple of days a week and we just have fun working out and we do our thing. I, I, it's beyond any scope that I ever had. It's much more organized and uh, a, a bigger force than I, I ever imagined. And it's just amazing to me. I I always felt like it would take off, but not to the extent that it has, really. Right. F3 Fitness, Fellowship, and Faith. And uh, the, the, the organization, the guys that are part of it, do so much more out in the community other than just meet at 530 in the mornings. There's yes. They're constantly – it's a network of people helping other people in the group, but also helping – other uh, community organizations as well as as a lot of the things that we have going on in eastern north carolina and it's a yes you it just i'm just glad that we got the right people you know the right people came in at the right time and it's we always have the right people it seems like there's always people coming in at certain points in time to to grow the group and to and to expand it and make it better and stronger and it's just amazing the things that the people that we have 
doing in the you know, what they're doing in the community and just you know, the people that just the men that I, I feel you know I'm better for, as being a part of it. I mean it's it, having F three for me the last seven years has I mean it it's been nice to have it to lean on. I mean you have your family, but it's also nice to have whether it's just you're motivated to get up and go to go work out. You it's just nice to have the packs to lean on and something that you know is going to be there every day. You it's it's just ama- it's really incredible that and all the incredible people that have I know I mentioned it, but it, just all the incredible people and men that have become have become a part of this organization. It's just it's blown me away. Denton Hardy, the closed hand from F three in Eastern North Carolina, in the uh, Pirate Radio podcast today. Uh, w- what do you think of uh, some of your favorite memories of F three are since uh, since the you, you started it at the very beginning stages throughout the the course of it, uh, whether it's a workout or, or, or friendships that uh, you developed. Uh, you, my first really, you, some of my favorite memories that you, I remember being after that first workout in Charlotte, being exhausted, but just being invigorated, invigorated by just you, all these men being together and you just working, you, you, the, that workout being more of a team building type, just working for one goal. And you have kind of all these, you almost alpha males to the point you know, that are motivated men and they're just, they're working together towards a goal. And it was, it was just, I'd never thought anything like that even existed. I mean, it was just, it just, I, it never in my, even in, in my mind, I think that there would, you could get a group together like that to, to work out and to be, be a unit. Um, you know, the, there was the first time that Raleigh came down here, and you know, when they you know, the first few workouts that they came down here and helped us work out, and you know, taking the workouts you know, even to a, de- a different level, showing us you know, how to do the cadence, how to count, you know, how to you know, structure the workouts, and how to do that because you know even how to do the back blast and you know, do all the little things that help make F three what it is. Um, I remember when I was training for another Go Ruck event in two thousand four. 2015 and I was the only one out there running around you know in a weighted backpack and all the, all the other guys were looking at me like I lost my head right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Idea what I was doing and now we have you know we have so many packs now that, that enjoy the rucking aspect of F3 um, there's definitely uh, something for everybody whether, whether you want to do a boot camp you want to ruck whether you want to run there's there's a lot of different options and uh, you mentioned Cousin Ed he does a great job with the website f3enc.com but uh, he's what, been I just want to admit, sorry, he's been very integral in the growth of F3, and I feel very fortunate that he is, uh, he, that he came to be a part of this group because he's done a lot to help grow our group. Yeah, I, I think, uh, and you mentioned that everybody that's been a part of it, uh, everybody has special talents, abilities, and, and 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 I think that's what makes F3 special is because everybody kind of pulls together for mm-hmm. one common goal. And uh, some people are better at other things, uh, whether it's a push-up or whether it's uh, helping run a website or, mm-hmm. or just helping get the word out. So they're, they're, that's, I think, the, the great thing about the melting pot that is F3, that you can meet people from uh, all different industries all different walks of lives but certainly all men that uh, are going through life and uh going through uh, problems but also uh, also having uh, good times as well and yes. been able to celebrate so lots of cool things uh with f3 what do you think uh are some of your uh, your your favorite things of when you think of f3 of, of why you could encourage someone else to they've never been a part of it to uh, try it how do i want to say f3 is not for someone who's never come to a workout, it's not really what you think it is. It truly is. If you if you want to get in shape, the workout is what brings you to F3. But one of the great – I'll have to say F3's helped me get through – F3 being that stable thing here in Greenville has helped me get through some tough times through the path – through the in the past seven years, helped me work through some you know, personal issues. I mean, and, and just – being there and having the option to do some different workouts, work out with different packs, you get different perspe- life perspectives on things. Can you? My favorite. You know, I, I like talking to you know, other people about you know, their how, how things are going in their lives and the, you know their kids and you know, compared to how you know, what's going on. If my when my you know, 
sometimes you feel like you're the only person where your kids frustrate you sometimes. But sure. then you talk to other, you talk to other names like, you know, their kids, you know, we love our children, but sometimes, yes. you know, and it makes you feel good that you're not, the, you're not isolated. You know, there's every, other people in your situation, even though you feel isolated. And that's one of you, the, my favorite things about that is you, there's a lot of people just, to, you, you might not have the same job. You might not have the same amount of kids. You might not make the same amount of money, but you know, in a lot of ways, every you, you're the same. You're very similar and have a lot of you common interest in similar things, and that's one of the favorite things that you can compare and talk to people and get bounce, bounce ideas off of them and see how they do things and how you do things. And yeah, absolutely, and certainly uh, there, there's older packs that have been in yeah. uh, your <laughs> shoes before when yes. their kids were the same age, and uh, or or you've given advice to younger people that have yes. uh, have uh, you know younger kids that you've been through the diaper changing days and the lack of sleep. But uh, the closed hand, uh, great job bringing F three to Eastern North Carolina. I know it's something that uh, you know it, it was. Uh, a crazy idea and how this how it led you to where it is today and how you've stuck with it too has yes. uh, been tremendous well i feel it's important for me as being one of the people who was first here in greenville to bring it i want to st- and i feel like it's important for me to show up even show up to a workout and you whether they know who i am or not i don't it doesn't really matter but i you, for me to be present at the workout and there's many times like i said you have three Forcing myself to get up and be at the workout at 530 from someone who does not like to get up early at all has helped help me get through some you know, some difficult times uh, personally and professionally. Yeah. Well, great job. Uh, thanks for joining us on the Pirate Radio podcast today. It's an amazing story. And uh, I know folks will be uh, looking out to find you at a uh, F3 site one day soon. Well, everybody, please come out. Again, it's not what you think it is. Please come out. To just give it one workout. That's all anybody asks. If it's not for you, that's fine. But just give it one workout, see what you think, and uh, it, it's made me a better person. And I think it, you know, I think it can help any guy. Great sales pitch. Thank you, Close Hand. You're welcome. All right, next up on the Pirate Radio podcast, talking about F3 today is Tom Morse, also known as T-Bone, to his F3 friends. And uh, welcome to the Pirate Radio podcast. Thanks for coming down today. Hey, it's good to be here. Appreciate you having me. We've been talking, uh, having people tell their stories about uh, F3 and uh, the impact it's had on their lives. But uh, you always got to start at the beginning. How did you first hear about F3 and uh, how did you get started? So I was headlocked by uh, actually Papa Smurf and uh, Coach uh, at church one morning. It was uh, actually it was January 2015, right after New Year's. And they were like, hey, you, you go to the gym? Do you work out? And I said, no. And they said, join us tomorrow morning, and uh, we're going to do this boot camp thing at Boyd Lee. And uh, so I showed up. It was about 5.15 because I like to be there early. And it was about, I was the first guy there. It was about 42 degrees and raining outside. And I was sitting in my truck thinking, what did I get myself into? And um, if I hadn't made a commitment to those guys, I would have just gone home. But I hung around and there were four of us that morning. And, um, and that's kind of how we got kicked off. And it was just, we kind of worked our way through it. It was a little bit clumsy, but uh, we had a good time and just kind of kept going from there. So you didn't have any hesitation. You, you, I guess you trusted the guys that were headlocking you and they, you were like, all right, I'm in. I guess you didn't look at the weather forecast either and uh, decided that, uh, <laughs> all right, I believe in you guys. I, I trust you. And then uh, I guess you were a little nervous at first. Uh, well, you know, I was never like an athletic guy before I even started F3. So I thought, Hey, I'm going to show up and kind of appease these guys and um, get them off my back, and we'll we'll move on. But we just we just laughed and had so much fun that morning that uh, you know I was kind of hooked after that. It's uh, the three Fs: fitness, fellowship, and faith. Uh, how do you think from when you started at that that first post to you know how you've developed as as a person in all three of those aspects? Well, I mean, from a fitness perspective, I couldn't run a block when I when I started, you know, and, and now I'm running. I mean, we just finished with the Blue Ridge Relay. We had a nine-man team, and that's been uh, really cool. So, um, you know, I ran seven miles Monday night, and so, um, you know, fitness definitely has improved. Um, you know, fellowship, I think that's one of the greatest parts about it is just getting out there and being able to talk to guys and share your story and listen to what they have to say and um, you know, just have that camaraderie and, and really build some strong relationships. Um, you know, and there's just been some great stories uh, throughout the years relative to that. And of course, the faith part, it's just deepened, you know, my faith and 
uh, being able to get out and just help others in the community, you know, and support the community and kind of, you know, walk the walk, not just talk the talk kind of thing. Absolutely. Uh, you've been doing it close to five years now, if uh, that that's from 2015. What, what have you learned the most from your F3 experiences? Man, there's just so many, so many things and so many stories. And I was thinking about this last night, like, what do I think, what's been the greatest impact, you know, personally to me, uh, from f3 and i think there's a couple things that kind of stand out um you know so i started in january 2015 um and actually i think that's the year we did a did a mud run up in wilson and met duff and joker there and kind of headlocked those guys that spring and um and then my mom had been diagnosed with cancer the year before and i can just remember uh sometime after that mud run standing in her kitchen she was hugging me and crying and you know she said just take care of yourself you know and i look back on that and think well what what did that mean like you know most of the time when somebody says take care of yourself you're thinking hey i need to get out and exercise or i need to eat healthy um but that's really just the fitness part of it right like we got to think about that fellowship and faith part of it too and um and i didn't realize it at the time but after five years you know i, I it's it's really looking back i've made great advances in that and built some really strong relationships um you know a couple things that come to mind is one of the things that's i think hit me really profoundly recently was um a conversation i had with mr belding or or something that happened with mr belding a couple years ago and so for those of you that don't know uh, you know mr belding he's a african-american uh he was probably in his late 50s when this happened and uh, I was going, he and Cousin It and a few of us were going somewhere, and we, we were supposed to meet at Cousin It's house that morning. And uh, we got we all got there, and Belding wasn't there yet. And finally, he kind of rolled in, and, and we started driving and said, hey, man, why, why were you late? You know, we, we start promptly, and we're just kind of giving him a hard time. And he said, oh, I was here. And then I, you know, I, I parked, and then I decided to leave. And we we're like, why? Why is that? And, um, you know, he said, man, you know, a black guy doesn't pull up in front of somebody, a white guy's house in a white parking lot or in a white neighborhood and sit outside his house waiting for 15 minutes for him to come out. And um, I'm going to tear up talking yeah. about this. This uh, is crazy. So, you know, that just kind of really slapped me in the face. Um, and I'd never really thought about that before, you know and never really thought about white privilege and um what that means to be a a black man and you think that our neighborhoods are are safe and we certainly feel that way and um but it just sort of gave me a different perspective on things on, on somebody who i have a lot of respect for and um and know that he's not out there to hurt anybody and that's not in his dna and um you know, I recently had a conversation with Snooky a couple weeks ago, uh, Jay Bastardo of Via Verde, and he and I were talking about just kind of everything going on in the world today. And, um, you know, he told me he worries about his son running in his neighborhood. And, um, you know, I don't think that – I don't think I would have seen that and been exposed to that in the way that I have without being a part of F3. And so that's just helped me to kind of open my eyes and realize that, um, you know, maybe I need to look – look at things through a different lens and um and have a different level of appreciation respect for for folks that are out there not that i didn't before um but it's looking at things looking at things differently yeah i think when everybody shows up at 5 30 in the morning in their workout clothes uh, everybody's the same yep. and uh i mean i mean there's all ages there's there's different races and but i mean everything's there for a common goal but as you get to know people i mean you really don't know the economic backgrounds or the personal situation that people are going in but uh, because everybody is pretty much looks and feels the same at the moment some are obviously doing the exercise a little bit more but uh, the the emotional aspect of it too and uh, a lot of the things that you can learn about other people is pretty powerful at f3 yeah definitely i mean there's guys out there that um you know i mean i have friends in f3 that i just wouldn't you know in any other environment i wouldn't be friends with you know i would have never had an opportunity to connect with them uh, or I mean, we may not have had a lot in common, you know, career-wise, 
um, or you know you may not have exactly the same interests um, but when you get out there in the morning and you're working out working out with guys and you kind of start to learn their story um, you can develop some relationships that you just never would have thought you'd have had before and um, and I think it gives you kind of some new perspectives and new insights and can take you in some new directions yeah what uh, I've been at several of your workouts when you've led or, or just at the end when everybody meets and has a chance to share some stories uh, you always have some good words of wisdom if uh, what words of wisdom would you uh, share with a person listening right now that uh, wanted to know more about f3 or uh, that that's on the edge to, to, to give it a try what, what would you say so like you can't be intimidated you know and it can be intimidating to go out there with a bunch of guys that seem like they're in really great shape um, you got you got to show up you got to be there and I think it's like anything in life um, you know you, you can't have the experience and you can't develop those relationships unless you unless you show up. And I think that, you know, it's it's way more than a workout. I think that, uh, you know, they, they say the workout is kind of the, it's the it's the magnet that draws people together. Right. Um, but I think about all of the opportunities and just seeing guys that have changed their lives. You know, uh, my, my story isn't as compelling as a lot of stories out there. Um, well, you went from not running a block to running uh, twenty some miles in, in yeah, the mountains I mean, this that's, year. That's, so. that's great from a physical perspective, but there's you know there's guys who have have quit drinking or you know I mean just had, had major just transformations, lost you know hundreds of pounds, and they're all they're all great stories. Um, you know, and I, and I think this you know the one thing that really is important to me, and I've kind of gotten out of F three is just sort of. Uh, mission-based activities and getting involved in the community and whether it's flood relief and those types of things and i say that you know we each have we each have gifts that we can give um but you can't give them if you don't show up and um and if you don't show up and you have gifts you, you might be cheating another man out of out of that gift right and so um i think it's really important there, you don't get judged out there it's not how fast you are it's not how strong you are uh, we're all there for a common goal uh it's to, it's to invigorate male leadership in the community and that's done a lot of different ways there's a lot of guys that are able to take it to work i mean you're using this you're using your station as a platform for that right mm-hmm. and so um you know we we each do it in different ways and um and so just uh, you know reach out to another f3 guy you don't have to go alone reach out to somebody you know there's chances are you've seen one of your friends has an f3 shirt or an f3 sticker on the back of their car connect with them ask them where they're going to post ask them if you can go with them and uh that way at least you have somebody there that that you know and they can kind of help help get you through it yeah it's a a very cool group and uh, i think if you're a man out there you definitely should uh, check it out and uh, you do a great job of you mentioned the community aspect of it uh that there's always you know stuff outside the workouts that folks are doing whether it's a blood drive whether it's helping feed five thousand people that the hotspot's doing uh you you helped just the other day of of unloading the truck so there's a lot of opportunities to just to give back and be a part of the community yeah definitely and and, you know again you can't and i I actually said this uh after we finished unloading that truck the other day it's like you can't you can't experience that you know working shoulder to shoulder with a bunch of other guys if you don't if you don't show up there's tons of opportunities out there um you just have to go look for them and find them and if you don't know how to find them just reach out to one of the f3 guys and we'll help get you connected can't let you leave without telling us the story behind t-bone i mean you're tom morris is your real name uh how, how did you there's only four people there i guess that day yeah how, how did t-bone stay? i don't even really can't even really remember what you know i think we went around and said hey what do you guys like to do what you know that's kind of like the that's like the stock question you know for f3 especially when you're kind of getting started and it was like hey i'm a big griller and you know, I think somebody said, ah, his name starts with, you know, it's Tom, it's T, so T-Bone, and that's, I think that's pretty much it. Very cool, because uh, there's, a, there's a lot more back. Some people have a longer story. Some <laughs> yeah. people have an embarrassing story, <laughs> no, right. but uh, it's all in fun and in jest. Uh, T-Bone, thanks thanks for coming down and sharing some uh, with us on the Pirate Radio Podcast about F3. Is there anything else uh, you want to leave us with today? No, man, I just, uh, you know, again, don't, don't, be, don't be intimidated to come out and um and give it a try and um you know most guys show up one time they're, they're going to show up a second third fourth time so uh, just come out and give it a try thanks for being here appreciate you having me all right next up on the pirate radio podcast i've got uh, chris amiet in here also known as duff to his f3 friends and uh, hey welcome to the show thanks for being here thanks for having me 
Um, you know, we're talking today about the importance of F3 in uh, your life. And uh, just how, how did you get started in F3? How did, how did it become a part of your life? Uh, well, it's a funny story. Uh, I was hanging out with my, my buddy Trey, also known as Joker, and we had uh, got into doing uh, Spartan races and local mud runs. Uh, just kind of something to do, something to work towards when we were working out so we could have a goal to get to. And uh, while we were at the Swamp Stomp in Wilson, uh, we ran into a shovel flag, like literally tripped over a shovel flag in the ground, kind of thought it was odd. Um, I'd had a flat tire the night before, and after the mud run, I had my I had my shirt on and went to Mr. Tire to get it fixed, and there was a guy sitting there that started telling me about F3 because he noticed my shirt and he invited me out and then the next day there we were. So it was kind of divine intervention. You, you and for, for people that don't know, there's a shovel flag planted uh, at uh, the sites every morning, which is basically a shovel with an American flag on it. And then uh, you just happened to run into somebody the next day at F3. How, how did that conversation start? Well, he, was, he, he noticed my shirt that said Swamp Stomp on it, which was the mud run I had done. And he was like, did you do that today? And I was like, yes, sir. And He's like, I got a group of friends that did it too. And then he started talking about F3 and how everybody had nicknames and that his name was Shrimp. It's Jamie Lane. And his name is Shrimp. And he was 6'4", something like that, which I thought was kind of odd that he was named Shrimp. But then I, you know, over time I come to realize that your nickname is, it kind of depends on whoever was the cue that day and was in charge of the workout and got to get creative and call you what he wanted to call you. But he just started talking about, you know, getting up in the morning and, you know, being in the outdoors, being crazy with your friends and working out and having a good time. And that's exactly what it was. Now, uh, I've got to know you and uh, you're a pretty laid back guy. Was it that easy for him to close you on the spot to come to F3 the next day? Pretty much because, I mean, it, the way he sold it was, you know, we, we get up, we have fun, we work out, which is what I was kind of doing with Joker already. I was like, well, if we can bring more people into this fold, then sounds like a good idea. And yeah, I mean, he he invited me out on a Saturday, and I was there the following Monday, so yeah, it was pretty easy. Uh, your nickname, Duff, uh, was, was it a hard nickname, or was it was it a pretty quick uh, conclusion that that's who you were? Well, when, at the end of the workout, they they said, you know, why are you here? And I said, well, I like to drink beer, but I don't like to have the beer belly. And I don't remember to this day who it was, but somebody said, mmm, beer, Homer Simpson. And I was like, please don't call me Homer Simpson. <laughs> but Duff is the beer from the Simpsons, so that's how Duff came about. Well, why has F3 been so important in your life over the past few years? Um, it, basically, it's accountability. You know, if, if I don't show up several days in a row, somebody's going to text me, get on Twitter or whatever, find out, you know, where, where have you been? So... I've got a reason to go out because somebody's going to miss me if I'm not there. Somebody will check up on me if I'm not there. What do you feel like you've gained from F3? I'm definitely in better shape now at 44, almost 44 years old than I was 20 years ago. Um, and that's because of F3, you know, it's getting me off off the couch, out of the recliner, moving around. Um, I, I ran the Blue Ridge Relay last month or a couple months ago which was 25 miles in the mountains and, and with a relay team in 24 hours. And I would have never been able to have done that 20 years ago. For someone listening, and uh, they've heard the F3 story before. We, it works out early, 5.30 in the morning. Uh, you know, it's every day of the week. You don't have to go every day, but uh, what, what would be your quick sales pitch to someone of why, why you've kind of described why it means so much to you, but that, that could push someone over the edge? Um, just the, the fellowship, making friends at, is hard when you're in your 40s. I mean, you, you have your friends that are family friends because basically your kids are friends with their friends. So this is, gives you a chance to kind of get out on your own and meet new people. Um, everybody complains about the 5.30 in the morning. It's really you, you get used to it really quick. Any goals for this year for your F3? Um, not really goal. I mean... Just to keep going, I always want to post more this year than I did the previous year. That's kind of there was a hamper on that with the, with the pandemic this year, and, and you know, a lot of workouts got canceled. But that's always my goal is to is to do more than I did last year. 
I kind of feel like the pandemic uh, that that F three has helped a lot of people because uh, a lot of people realize that uh, everyone else is having a lot of the same problems and issues, and it's kind of a good way, as you mentioned, the fellowship for folks to get together and uh, share some uh, thoughts and uh, uh, ideas of how to get through this together. That's right. Yeah, I mean, everybody. You know, when you when you see the same people every morning and you get to know them, I mean, you realize that yeah, a lot of the problems you're having, whether it be not necessarily problems, but the issues you're having are, are the same issues that everybody else is having. So yeah, definitely. Favorite beer? Oh God, there's too <laughs> there's too many to name. Um, you can't be named Duff, and I can't ask you what your favorite beer is. I like anything dark, like your stouts and your porters. I mean, IPAs are good, but that seems to be what everybody drinks now. I like something with a little bit of a body to it. Duff, thanks for being on the Radio Podcast. Look forward to seeing you out in the uh, gloom very soon. That's right. Thank you. I'll be there. All right. Next up in the Pirate Radio Podcast is Seth Brown, also known as Bono to his F3 friends and brothers. And uh, Bono, welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, it's great to be here. It's always good to uh, be in the studio again. Had a lot of great conversations with some folks so far, and uh, I, I see you out at F3 all the time, and uh, one of the leaders of F3, and and I, I guess to start at the, the, the beginning of, of how did you hear about F3, and uh, what got you started? So my buddy, Jamie Lang, we call him Shrimp. He's about 6'4", and he's a big Green County boy, but he makes a good shrimp stew. He... Uh, Shrimp came over to my house, and um, it was a Friday night, and said, Seth, you need to come work out with us in the morning. And this was Saturday workouts were at 7. And I'm like, dude, I'm I'm doing my PhD. I'm working. I don't need to. It's like, no, you need to come out. And what he said was, you need to come out and work out with us in the gloom, so that way you can be a dad the rest of the day. And that hit me right where I needed it um, because I'm in the middle of, of a – six-year PhD process, um, something that my family sacrificed a tremendous amount for me doing that. I was gone all the time to class. I was working. I was getting up at 4.30 in the morning anyway, working and reading. Um, and I just, I needed that. And so that first workout, Papa Smurf is Nelson Cooper. He led that workout. We played ultimate football, which is like ultimate Frisbee with a football. That was the workout? That was the workout. It was a 45-minute or an hour workout? It was an hour game of flag football. And I was having so much fun because as men, you don't get to be kids very often, right? Mm -hmm. And so we were out there throwing the football, running, playing, and I hurt for four straight days after that. (laughs) (laughs) It it was so cool. Um, I think the neatest thing was right after that workout, Melo Johnny. Um, he was an old school guy. He he uh he said, So Bono, uh, where are you working out tomorrow? I was like, Give me a couple of days. Well a couple of days later he's like, Where are you working out? And so it's that whole idea of um having a brother who's gonna hold you accountable and just ask you that question of when you come in again, um, tends to, to keep you connected. So the early time was not uh, hard for you. Obviously, you trusted uh, shrimp, and uh, yeah. you didn't really put up much. Sometimes there's usually, like, people put you off a week or two before they finally agree to come out to uh, F3. But, but but you, you were like, okay. I mean, because you, you seem like you were up already early anyway. That's, I, I'm I'm a morning person. Um, he, he told me about it in March. I think the official launch day was in March, and this was middle of April. April 16th was my my first time and uh so I, I put them off a little bit but it was uh i was in a hard sale really. yeah yeah so you started you played ultimate football you had fun uh, maybe four days later you went back what what kept you going to f3 what 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 inspired you that uh what what was that one or two things that uh has has got you locked in yeah it's we call it the second f uh the fellowship part the brotherhood is the glue of f3 um if i look at where I was almost six years ago when I started F3, and I had friends, uh, but they were more work acquaintances. I had my college roommates I still love. I see them maybe once or twice a year. We talk maybe once a month. So it's it's people who are friendly with, people I trust and love, but they're not those close brothers, right? They're not people who, who are, are, I don't know, people who will hold me accountable, people who I can laugh with, joke with. People, when my car breaks down in Raleigh and I put something on the message board, hey, anybody close to Raleigh, I need a ride home. Um, and 15 minutes later, T-Bone, Tom Morris is dropping everything after work because it was later in the day. And he drives to Raleigh. I buy him dinner and he brings me back home. Um, you don't get that. 
and so it's it's the brotherhood that that keeps me there. My my best friends are F three guys right now. How do you think F three's changed your life? Uh, without a doubt, it has uh, it's changed my life in a very positive way. Mainly because we talk about acceleration. We talk about the fact that if you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. And as men, we have to be constantly challenging and moving forward to to accelerate. So. We have a lot of weird language in F3, and one of the weird terms is the concentrica. It's like a bullseye, and the idea is in the center of that relationship um, is your your M, your most important relationship. For me, it's my bride. Um, known her for 28 years when we started dating in high school, and still I need accountability to make sure that I treat her like the lady she is. I need to tr- make sure that I stay focused on her. Right outside of that are my shorties, my kids. I have two girls. Um, they're 16 and 14. I have to stay focused on them, making sure that I take them out to breakfast in the morning. Why? Because a dad has to teach his girls how to go to Waffle House, right? Sure. Um, and <laughs> There's an important way you got to know what you want when you go in the Waffle I, House. I tell you, I mean, it's it's how to order in Waffle House is is a skill that is that is learned and also earned. And so, and and that was a challenge really because another weird term is a shield lock. Four guys who hold each other accountable. And one of my brothers said that he took his boys fishing one saturday and i was like i need to do that to my girl so i don't lose that opportunity um so it, it's that idea of of within this framework even within work we call it mammon how do i make sure i stay focused and when i start deviating and going downhill or stagnating how do i continue to move forward when you reflect back on your six plus years in f3 what is the one thing that you think you accomplished physically maybe uh, spiritually as well that uh that that stands out the most that you're proud of Say so there, there are two things. One, one is community-wise and community-centered, and one is personal. So for me, the community thing was um, when the hurricane hit, uh, 2016. We learned from our brothers in Columbia, South Carolina. They had a huge flood a year before. And so when the hurricane hit, we knew to call them. So because F3 is an interconnection of, of regions and workout groups throughout the country, literally it called up a guy who knew a guy in Columbia, and we figured out, all right, how did you guys – do so much, have so much impact on, on Columbia after your flood. We got some ideas from them. We showed up at Cypress Glen um, and organized over 200 volunteers. Um, it's funny because it had so many people coming out there wanting to work in that first time. It was just chaos. And so we called the Columbia guys, got organized, and, and our men know how to lead other men during workouts, and so we used the same structure. So how we work out every morning, we use that. We organized, built a probably a quarter mile sandbag walls 20 some thousand sandbags and pbs ended up making a special called down river mm-hmm. and we were featured in that um we had another crew evacuating all of downtown so you go down first street and all the apartments right there by the river that flooded so bad in 99 um one of my big stories is string bean his name is rob hall real real name uh string bean and a guy from i think it was covenant church were in a big van and they saw a girl crying on her steps because the, fl- the waters were coming. She had nobody, and she was crying. <laughs> she was crying on her steps, and uh, <laughs> in an hour, all her stuff was in a storage unit. She was safe, and she was thankful that out of nowhere these men come, and we had church groups and and evacuated her. And, and it, those stories are just something that'll still stick with me. Um, Very powerful that that one is is still there and that's why we get up in the morning we were talking earlier you get mm-hmm. up in the morning you work out when it's tough and cold and rainy and snowy so that way when when god needs us we're there for the unexpected right um, that that to me sticks with me um I'll tell you the, the other thing while i've got the floor is uh, have the opportunity to do these crazy ruck events and last october so a little over a year ago got to do a heavy tough light which is a 24-hour ruck event followed by a 12-hour ruck event followed by a six hour all consecutive you have three to four hours in between the two the three events and for people listening for a ruck event uh that's when you're carrying a, a weighted backpack the whole time right and doing exercises with it yeah you got 30 pounds of steel plus water plus food so it weighs about 48 pounds um and it, they're led by special forces cadres so you have green berets or rangers or marine recon folks and um you carry heavy stuff and it's all about breaking you down as an individual and coming together as a team 
and those people there were i think about 15 of us that did all three um three of us here from greenville and those guys are are still my best friends we can watch them you connect when when you share suffering with another human being it's amazing how close the bonds are and how you trust them you mentioned earlier about uh, F3, that the, and people always ask me, and I'll, and I'll ask you, why is F3 so successful? Because it is free, and uh, but it's very well organized. And, I mean, it, it's really amazing of how, how much structure and discipline there is in a, in a free group that meets in, at random places throughout communities everywhere, just here in eastern North Carolina. But, I mean, what do you think that the secret – to the success of f3 is and, and having new people join all the time as well and being able to us you know because most people aren't there, it seems like today's world that everybody's such an individual but this this is like a, a very unique uh group called f3 it, it is it, it's first thing we had to do is figure out what problem were we trying to solve and, and our nickname for that is the sad clown syndrome guys mm-hmm. just going through saying everything's happy posting on facebook but really they're not invigorated right so it's it gives guys a chance to lead it gives guys a chance to be a man. And most importantly, it gives guys a chance to be vulnerable. Uh, we only have five rules, the five core principles. It's first is that it's always free. It's always open to all men. It always happens outside, rain or shine, heater or cold. Um, it's always led by a participant in r- rotating fashion without training. Um, and the fifth one is the circle of trust. And that's when guys are vulnerable. That's when you find out guys are struggling with a marriage or struggling with some addiction or, or still recovering in the process of recovery. And, and that vulnerability is what guys need to form trust. And when you form trust and you know a man has your back, that's what guys need now because we're so individualized and it really is a, a bond of brotherhood. You've been doing it so, I mean, six plus years. Does it amaze you still that how, how successful F3 is? Or is, is it, and, and, and does it amaze, what do you think like the future is? is it's, it's untapped potential, really. Yeah, we, we are right now, I think it's 38 states. We have over, um, I think it's over 20,000 workouts. It's crazy how far we are. And um, the idea is to get into to, across the country. Uh, they actually have a group in, um, I think it's Chimbote, Peru, um, is where they are. They do mission work, and they have a group in Germany. So the idea is wherever this is needed, and it's needed everywhere, let's let's expand it. But really, for me, it's focusing locally. Um, let's expand it across eastern NC because there are men here who need to be connected. There are men here. Next hurricane we have, how much better connected can we be using what we have with F3 and then – serve the community that's that's what it's all about yeah it amazes me even when it expands here in uh the the f3 enc crossbones of value how like four sites running on a monday or they'll add one you'll be like i don't know man is there enough people to and then you'll see there's like 16 or 20 people at every site yeah. which it, it is i mean if the, the more opportunity i guess the more numbers there are that's i remember when we used to have one workout a, a day three days actually started out three days a week and then quickly we got to seven days a week um and last Tuesday, we had 105 men post either in Greenville or in Kinston. So we just opened up in Kinston, and those guys are rocking and rolling over there. And um, it's amazing how – and that's just one day a week, um, just how much it's expanded and, and grown. Bono in studio with the Seth Brown. Now, break it down. Give me your uh, 60 to two minutes uh, sales pitch for F3 if someone's listening to this podcast and being like, hmm – I don't know. I'm on the fence. I've heard about it, or I've never heard about it. It's got me intrigued. What's, what's your sales pitch? You'll find your best friends in F3. You'll find an opportunity to serve your community. You'll find an opportunity to uh, you do this. The first probably three months you do it, you're wondering why am I doing it because it's completely stupid. And about that fourth month, you look in the mirror, um, and you're like, holy cow. You know That muffin top is not there anymore, not quite there anymore. Um when your bride looks at you and just like holy cow um that's a that's a special look when your kids know you because you're a father who spends time with your kids these are all things that f3 if you do it right if you fully invest in it it'll change your life for the positive it is free but uh, you'll get so much more out of it and and you can put a lot into it as well and uh it, it is really cool bono 
your name or i guess you two reference there is that yeah. uh, is that the story behind that for yeah. folks that want to know everybody always that's one of the, i think one of the best parts of f32 is is the nickname and at first i i you know i did the wrinkled forehead of nicknames or whatever but then you i mean you kind of get to know people a little bit and it's a good instead of asking about the hey how's the weather today you know it's like well how in the world did you get the name bono how in the world did you get the name bono so mine was very first level tonka asked me my favorite band it's u2 uh, so my for, for my 40th birthday, we had tickets to a U2 concert, and uh, that concert was was phenomenal. Ticketmaster messed up our tickets. We went from the back corner to front row, and for three hours they played. And my bride now listens listens to U2, so it's uh, it's very appropriate. Um, my favorite band period and and so that's that's easy very cool name there are some funny ones and that's that's a part of the process when you come out there so uh you know share what you want but be careful what you share be be careful what you share we we had i met a guy in in louisville uh who works at a um a plant that makes hypoallergenic food products so they call them no nuts and I'm like, holy cow! That's just, yes, it's right there on the borderline, right? There is um, there are some borderlines, but yeah. the, there's some funny conversation pieces, I guess, to have out there. You, you get to know a guy, you yeah. get to be connected with him and know what he does and what's important about him, um, and that's part of it. Is is um, the nicknames are a key piece? What do you want to see F3 go from here? What, do, what, what what's next? What do you, what's your vision if uh, you could rub your crystal ball? I think we have solid plans a- across the nation on on really expanding this thing across the country and really filling in the gaps. So, you know, I mean, we've jumped – really, we jumped from the East Coast, from North Carolina, South Carolina, all the way to Washington um, State, to Seattle area, because one of the founders moved out there, and we have been filling in in between. So this is – it's going to be something that's going to hit um, – right now, the idea is over 250,000 men are going to have participated in F3 in two years. We're going to be in all 50 states – those kind of things just continue expanding this thing is it's it's pretty unique bono thanks for all you do for uh, f3 and uh, thanks for being with us on the pirate radio podcast today uh and enjoyed sharing some time with you and you sharing your uh, your stories of why it's important to you amen it's good thanks a lot brother all right next up on the uh, pirate radio podcast is uh, david dom also known as newfie to his f3 friends and brothers and uh thanks for joining us today thank you stern what's uh you know we've been talking to people and 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 sharing stories of how you got started in f3 how you heard about f3 and how it's kind of impacted your life and uh, let's just start at the beginning of uh hey what made you want to join uh, the organization f3 well it started a year ago when a uh a very influential member of the community happens to be you stern (laughs) uh got me involved in f3 uh, I'd heard about it through the community. I'd heard heard about it through some people. Uh, it sounded interesting. Uh, you brought it up a couple times and uh, actually got me to come out, which looking back, I think was one of the best things that happened to me personally uh, was getting back out and, and, and working out. Something I've done since I was in high school is, is been active in doing physical activities and I've kind of given it up for a little while and I've gotten into a rut. So I've been a member at F3 for about a year and a half, but in all honesty, it's been this past year that I really dove into the organization uh, and, and really got involved and did a lot more uh, for myself and then for the, for the organization as well. And uh, I'll tell you why I kind of stumbled upon it, I think, and then it, then it really kind of resonated and meant something to me. Um, at first, and I think this might be the case for a lot of people to hear about F3, you know, there's two, I think, uh, blocks and, and uh, uh, potential, um, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it, but um, uh, barriers, two barriers that, that people have when they hear about F3. One is the early morning workout. And I think that they get uh, taken off by getting up early and doing that workout. It's too early to get up. And so it prevents them from giving it a try. And the second is actually going to work out in, in front of a group of friends and or people that they don't know and feeling maybe ashamed or that they're not in shape and, and they don't want to you know show themselves in front of a, a group of people that potentially strangers or friends. So let me address the first one. At least for myself, this is the way it was. To be honest, the work, the getting up in the morning was the hard part. Uh, but like anything else, it's a routine. If you can make the effort, it, it's actually a really great time to do the workout. Uh, it, it gets you really, uh, your blood flowing, and, and the rest of the day, is it, for me, was really improved. I, I had a lot more done at work. I felt better physically. 
Um, it, it got more stuff done at the house, and my wife was actually happier because I was happier and the kids and so forth. So it was, it was really beneficial to do a workout in the morning that I felt. The second part for, for F3, and I think the most beneficial part of F3 for me is the people. Uh, the camaraderie that, that I had when I went out there at first, you know, I went at a couple sessions and I would, I would come and go back and forth. I wasn't giving it a real big uh, try. I wasn't, I wasn't really into it. Uh, here, but here and there, I, I would want to go out and, and visit. And, and the, the, the border, the, the, the barrier that I had was the impression that, that was in my head of what the guys would think when I went out there of not being there for a while or showing up and, and, and not being present. And, and I kept that, you know, that, that limited me from showing up at certain times. And, and, but every time I went out, it was actually the opposite. I was welcome at every meeting, at every group uh, session, every workout. Uh, I was met with, uh, you know, a bunch of people just welcoming back and uh, feeling really good and comfortable. And then after the workout, then, then the, uh, you know, the camaraderie that we have, the sessions that we have at the end, uh, getting together and uh, talking and, and communic- communicating and praying together uh, was really great. And, and it ended up uh, that I, I never regretted the time that I spent to go to the uh, to workout. So I started uh, after COVID this year. I really uh, wanted to get back into it. Uh, COVID had, had kept a lot of people, I, I imagine, you know, a little bit um, homesick and, 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 and stalemate in their house and in their office and not being able to see people and talk to people like they had in a normal environment. And so once the, uh, the, the, we were allowed to go back and do the workouts, I jumped into the uh, F3 um, workout sessions. And once I got started and started getting involved in it and, and getting rid of the barrier that was in my head, uh, I, I really got the benefit of not only the workout, but the friendships, the people that were in there, um, the, the, the making and, and meeting new friends. It's a great group of people. It's a very diverse group. All ages are there. And it was just really helpful. So the momentum ki- continued to kick in. I got involved uh, with all the, the, the workout and, and feeling better, uh, getting better emotionally, uh, physically, and then spiritually. So all things kind of circled around for me personally, and uh, it helped out. And I think if people can hear this from uh, my message or other people's message, just uh, understand that you know the, the thought process of what's in your head and, and, the, and the, the, the idea that you know maybe that you might be embarrassed to come out or feel shy about uh, meeting other people or seeing your friends, it, it, it's really not the case. And, and you need to get over that, that, that feeling in your head about um, you know, your own personal thoughts and, and come give it a try. It may be for you, it may not, but, but I promise you that it, it'll be a great experience and you definitely will be welcomed by the people that are out there. And that's what the way it was for me. And I think that this is something I, I enjoy. I'm going to take it a next step uh, later this year and take it to a next level. And again, for me personally, it gave me the, the opportunity to be with a, a group of people, to have some camaraderie, to have some social interaction, to get a physical workout. And then the back end of it is the spiritual part of not only being closer to my higher power, but also being closer in the community and giving back to the community and doing the charitable work that this organization does. So that's kind of the, what it's meant to me. Well, that's a lot there. And I think when you talk about the barriers, I, I think the, one of the things that I've heard over the course of time when I've been in F3 is that uh, you always want to listen to your body. And that's why they say modify, you know, if they call out for 10 push-ups or sit-ups and you can only do three or four at the start, then you'll get uh, stronger. You always want to listen to your body. But uh, back to your barrier, I think men, they need to talk to themselves and encourage themselves. And I think part of F3 success has been the, the encouragement of when you come to the group that, uh, you know, everybody's there pulling for you, even though the workout sometimes can be you versus you. I think that's right, Jonathan. You know, I, I'm not a psychologist, but I, but I can probably speak for a lot of people that, you know, your mind and your ego is very powerful. And it controls a lot of your thoughts and, and what you can and, and will be willing to do. Uh, getting to a, a group workout in a session is half the battle. As they say in, in, in the doors of gyms, you know, 50% is getting there. Um, and, and that's really the key. So if you can get there, you know, you will be welcomed by a, a group of people that will support you. And that's the really the, cl- the glue of it all is that you don't have to feel like 
you know, you don't have to feel shy about you're out of shape or that you may not keep up or you couldn't do 10 push-ups or whatever the case may be. Um, if you give it a try, yeah, you know, you, you more than likely will like it and, and get involved. And, and I can promise you the camaraderie will definitely help you, um, you know, in, in, in getting to, to meet more people. <laughs> yeah, meet more people, meet your goals. You mentioned goals. What, what are your new goals? You mentioned now that you've been doing it for a year and a half. Uh, what's new on the horizon for Newfie uh, coming up uh, the end of this year, next year? So I turned 50 this year, and uh, my goal was to get more involved with F3, get physically fit, uh, which I accomplished over the summer. I, I started working out on a more routine basis. I started picking up rucking, which is a, a, a group involvement that they do, uh, you know, running and rucking and doing body, uh, upper body workouts or three of the type of workouts that they do at F3. And I, and I got into rucking and I really enjoy that. Uh, I've, I've led some sessions. I got involved and took a step into leading some groups, which is a great, uh, great thing to do for yourself and for the group as well. It builds your your own spirit and uh, ability mentally and physically. And then uh, I'm getting the torch passed to me, and I'm going to lead a site uh, later this year and into next year. And so I'm going to start um, an operation where I'm going to get people to come in and, and uh, start leading the, the men you know, next year at, at, uh, on Fridays. And I look forward to that challenge. Uh, helped do a blood drive this year, and uh, that was very successful. You know, one of the things about the group is that they come together for a lot of charitable organizations in the community. And that that's, speaks volumes uh, for an organization, and uh, so we did that this year very successful. There's a number of other organizations that we're doing charities for. So um, all around, it's just a good thing, and I've continued to, to take the steps up and um, try to do more and more, and uh, it's benefited me as well as it has, I think, uh, the community. If I would have told you a couple years ago that, uh, hey, uh, you'll be getting up at 530 in the morning working out for 45 minutes, and then, hey, some of those days you'll be leading the workouts as the uh, group leader, uh, what, what would uh, David Dom slash Nufia told me a few years ago? Well, I wouldn't have thought I would do it because, again, the 530 uh, commitment uh, to me was a barrier that I didn't really particularly want to, to take on as a challenge. I was more of a, a afternoon or late later evening workout guy. So getting up early was tough. But, um, again, like anything else, if you just try it, uh, it turns out it's the best time to do the workout. As far as leading and being a leader, um, you know, I think it just naturally evolved. I got comfortable with everybody, was encouraged, and we all encourage each other to take a step up. And once you take that step and then you get positive feedback from the members, it just gives you that extra uh, encouragement to keep going and keep driving. And uh, so it's really beneficial to, to keep that challenging yourself and keep the momentum of driving yourself higher and higher. Newfie, thanks for spending some time with us on the Pirate Radio Podcast. Any other uh, thoughts as uh, we wrap up uh, our F3 uh, edition here today? Well, the only thought I would just say to the people listening that, uh, you know, you've probably heard about F3. You've heard a lot about it with Pirate Radio, uh, maybe some members in the community. And again, the, the barriers that you may have in your head of getting up early or feeling ashamed or, or not wanting to come out uh, because of the physical uh, capabilities you may think that you lack – don't let that uh, you know, keep you from, from doing it. Give it a try. Uh, like anything else, you never know until you try. But I promise you, uh, if you do come and give it uh, a try, you will be well-recepted and you will, you will not regret uh, coming. And that's a promise I can make. Thanks for uh, your time today. We'll see you one morning at 530 soon. Absolutely. Thanks for listening today to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast. F3 is changing men's lives here locally in Eastern North Carolina and across the nation. If you're interested and want to learn more about F3, please check out F3ENC.com today. We'll be back very soon with another edition of the Pirate Radio Podcast. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in your Apple Store. Visit our website at PR927FM.com or follow us on social media at PR927FM and keep up with the latest news and information. Until next time, have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.